Hey, Rel. Hey, baby. This is Rel, and welcome to the back of the classroom. Uh, let's start off by saluting Magical Pose. We've had a great year. For those who don't know, I am a brand ambassador for Magical Pose, which is a clothing line for men, women, and most children. Let's say teens. Uh, you can find them on Instagram, Magical Pose, M-A-G-I-C-A-L. You can find them online at MagicalPose.com, M-A-G-I-C-A-L-P-O-S-E.com. Due to COVID, shipping delays range from 7 to 14 days after processing. You'll get your first email to confirmation with the receipt. Your second email you'll get when it's shipped with tracking information so you know it's on the way. Uh, please bear with the production company, UPS, USPS, FedEx, and all other uh, shipping facilities. COVID's hitting them harder than we would prefer. Uh, for those who want to donate to the podcast, you can uh, cash app, dollar sign, KingRail333, three, 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 dollar sign, K-I-N-G-R-E-L-333. Um, also, if you are listening to the podcast on Anchor, there's a, a button you can press to donate as much as you prefer and comfortable with. It's all appreciated. Those who want to reach out to me on social media, KingRel333 on Twitter, on Facebook, Rel Jackson, R-E-L, Jackson, J-A-C-K-S-O-N. On Instagram, if you still have it, <laughs> uh, Rel Jackson, R-E-L. J-A-C-K-S-O-N. And on YouTube, Rel Jackson, R-E-L-J-A-C-K-S-O-N. I'd like to thank everybody who's liked, commented, reposted, shared. All those things help with the algorithm. I need as much engagement as possible. So please feel free and subscribe and like. Get the notifications set up so you can get notified every time you drop a new content. All right. Uh, today, one of my uh, good friends reached out and was like, you should talk about relationships. And why not? That's what we're here for. It's the back of the classroom. Um, so let's start off by saying I am no relationship guru. I don't have all the answers. I just have a pretty good understanding of things from my perspective. So give you guys some facts well facts as it's stated um so apparently there's four different types of relationships they say family they say friends they say acquaintances and they also go off with your relationship person you're uh having a intimate relationship with sexual of course um my views change a little bit. I don't believe every family member is a relative. And I don't believe every relative is a family member. A family. Uh, it's a lot of people I'm related to. I don't really have a common. I don't communicate with. We don't talk. We don't have that much of a relationship. So I can go as far as to say we're related. Blood. Someone's married to somebody. We're related. Whereas family, those are people who look out for me. Those are the people I talk to on a regular. Those are people who have my best interest at heart. Those are people who will 
feed me if I'm hungry without even asking. Those are the same people who, and when I name these examples, we're talking all of the above, not here and there, because a perfect stranger can feed me without me asking. And I'm not referring to that. I'm talking about the people who are in my corner. I'm talking about the people who will call me just because they want to say, hey, wellness check, making sure you're good. You know, I see you online. I I know you're going to work. I know you're busy. I know you're doing what you got to do to support your family. But I just want to make sure you on a personal level are okay. That to me is family. Then you have your acquaintances. Your acquaintances are people that are you meet. You only talk to them in the in pretty much wherever they're at. So whether it's a coworker, classmate, you know, like the the people at the coffee shop, the people you talk to and you're friendly with, and you have no problems interacting with, those are acquaintances. I'm acquainted with them. They don't know my personal life. You know, we don't talk beyond the area in which we're congregated, whether it be uh, church, like I said, school, work, the park, wherever I like to go. And those people are regulars. Those are my acquaintances. And then you have your romantic relationships. Uh, Those are people I would say it ranges from dating, serious relationship, marriage. Those are... Those, that's how I classify it. Um, I'm perfectly fine with family. I'm perfectly fine with relatives. I don't have any ill will or negative feelings. It's just I don't talk to them that much. We all have lives. We're all doing our own thing. And I'm not... I don't even hold it against them. I mean, we all have to do what we got to do to survive. Um, we all come together occasionally... Talk, catch up with one another, make sure we got each other's contact information. And, you know, we talk here and there. Sometimes we go months without talking, but that's okay. Because, again, just like people I went to school with, I've gone to so many different schools. I'm still cool with some of them. I understand everybody's having their own life and everybody's doing their own thing. And everybody has their own struggles that they have to deal with. And sometimes you got to just be supportive from where you're at. Now, your friends, your family, those are the people that I associate with the most. I'm the people who I will call on a regular basis and just want to make sure that they're okay. And a lot of people should reach out, especially during this time, to their relatives. Make sure they're okay. Your family, not just them on a personal level, but check on their family. Remind them, hey, listen. You got a grandma, a grandpa, an older uncle or aunt, older cousins, brothers and sisters. Are they good? Let's check on them. Let's make sure they're okay. Especially during this holiday season. Eh, nobody really wants to be alone. Nobody should be alone. We should all still come together. And even if we can't congregate on a massive level, we can still pop up, come nearby, check on them, show face. Even if it was just to drop off, you know, some bottled water and... You know, just to say, look, I'm thinking about you. I just want to make sure you was okay. And, you know, 20 bottles of water don't really bang you too hard in the pocket. It, it's it's a small gesture. And it's the little gestures that count. It makes a difference. Let people know you're thinking about them. And this Christmas season, a lot of people out of work. A lot of people trying to, you know, figure things out. Those little gestures help. Even if, you know, it's just 20 bottles of water. And you're just saying, listen... 
it's better to have this than have nothing at all. And people who, you know, might not particularly care for the bottle of water, all right, save it for the next person. Like, I got more runs to make anyway. I'm just checking to make sure you're okay and you're good. Sometimes a text message works, but a phone call is obviously better. You know, it's good to hear the person's voice. Anybody can text you, hey, I'm good. And you don't know their tone. You don't know exactly what's going on. Sometimes a phone call makes a world of difference if you can't make it in person. And then you want to look at the fact that if you're not there showing them love, somebody else might. And they might be tolerating something they don't need to tolerate because there isn't something better in their world. So don't allow the lack of love from you to allow somebody else to come in there and and mistreat them or, you know, not give them the things that they deserve just because you weren't there. Yes, we're all busy, but at the same time, we have to show our people love and we got to be there for them because without that love and interacting, they feel disconnected. When they feel disconnected, they tend to latch on to something and that something might not be beneficial to them. They might start letting things go. They might not take the best care of themselves. There might be some type of mental degradation where they start losing sense of reality and nobody being there. You know, you actually have people who die alone in their house and nobody knows for days, weeks, months at a time. And, you know, that's something that we want to make sure our close loved ones don't go through. Um, And then you got your acquaintances. People I see here and there. It's good to know their name. Address people by their name. Show that personal connection. You walk into a room. We all should have manners morning good afternoon don't say how you're doing if you really don't care how they're doing because as a social experiment people are how you doing i start giving them information to see where they're at with and then they realize oh i didn't think he was gonna say all that don't say things just for the sake of saying it like be genuine about what it is you're saying if you're gonna ask me how i'm doing i expect you to listen and give me some type of feedback or an understanding you heard what i said don't just go hey how you doing and then keep it moving let's not do that just say hi all right have a good day you know like let's be genuine about our approach and the things that we say mean what you say, say what you mean. And then you have your classmates, people you see in the coffee shop, your Starbucks, your Dunkin Donuts. Listen, it's all good that we all come together, strike up conversation. We all know there's different things going on right now that get people's opinion, share the information. That's what this podcast is for. It's the Promote conversations that we're not having. We want to make things normal. When I say normal, we would like to engage one another on general topics and sharing information that we don't normally talk about. Let's talk about things that we might think is taboo or we shouldn't talk about it. That's all. This is how we grow as a people. We talk about everything. Yo, listen, I fell and I hurt my legs. I'm walking with this limp. Like, can you? Oh, listen, I got a cane that, you know, if you didn't say nothing, you wouldn't have known a person had something for you to help you out. Close mouth, don't get fed. Open up, speak. You have no idea who can help you if you never say anything. And sometimes you don't even have to ask. Sometimes you can just talk about things and just put it out there. Like, look, slipped and fell on some ice. It's been snowing. And I kind of hurt my head, but I'm trying to tough it out. So I'm like, yo, I got a cane you could use. Matter of fact, you can keep it. 
Really? I appreciate that. And then somebody sees you walking with that cane, it's like, yo, you okay? You explain to them you fell on some ice. Next thing you know, they might hand you some icy hot or something you can, you know, rub on that, you know, a topical cream that you could rub on your hip and help relieve the pain. Somebody might have some type of Tylenol pain reliever they can give you. And before you know it, everybody's chipping in to give you some type of assistance or aid, all because you chose to open your mouth, share what's going on. And you are around genuine people who care about you. It's, it's way too often people smile. And I understand people have personal things going on, but we're smiling and we're acting as if everything is okay. And we're, 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 we're bottling up our pain. We're bottling up our issues. And the problem I, I feel with that is it's going to be the one thing that happens and it doesn't have to be big, but just one thing that happens that seems to go wrong and then you lose it. And the person who's on the receiving end of that be like, whoa, I didn't, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't, you know, and next thing you know, you realize your reaction was over the top. Some people can gauge it. Some people can't. So while you're going over the top and you're giving somebody all this negative energy, you now changed your your level of involvement where it could have been something peaceful and now with some type of misunderstanding when now you put the person on receiving end of that in a different type of mindset to look at you a certain way and now there's a discord all because we're bottling things up and a lot of times from my experience a lot of misunderstandings happen because people are bottling things up and then it just took this one mistake because the person didn't do it intentionally now, a person is wrong, in my opinion. If they do something intentionally and they know it's wrong, you're wrong. But if you're doing things in good faith and you're trying to make things work and you make a mistake, you didn't know that what you're doing is going to offend the next person. A lot of it can be solved with communication. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't realize this was a situation. I didn't realize this is how you felt about it. I genuinely apologize. And then you build those bridges and then you realize listen we're all human we all make mistakes we all go through things there's no reason to lash out let the punishment fit the crime i understand i feel a way but i'm the only one who feels that me lashing out on you is a projection of how i feel and i'm using you as a conduit in which i'm expressing that that's like when a person goes i love you all right i appreciate that you're only telling me how you feel. But what people should do, especially when they start getting into these romantic relationships, you love me? Okay. Let me be around you, around other people that you say that you love. Let me witness. Let me experience how you treat them. Because you're just meeting me. I'm, you know, somebody you're interested in, but let me see how you treat your mother and father that you claim to love. Let me see how you treat your brothers and sisters. Those are the people you claim to love. Let me see how you treat your nephews, your the people that's closest to you, because then that'll give me an understanding of what you're willing or how you're willing to treat me, because you are you're saying the way you feel about me. It's just your feelings. I, just, I need to get a better understanding of that. And everybody loves differently. So what I feel I would do as far as a person who loves someone might be very different than the way somebody else feels. And how they treat the person that they say that they love. Something to keep in mind. Just don't jump into a situation. Let's talk about how you love. Or you hear you're loved. And then you start reacting a certain way. Because of what they say they feel. Sometimes you got to take a step back. And just stay pay attention. And if you are the one who feels the love. 
understand that's how you feel. You can love macaroni and cheese. You can love chicken. You can love a person. You can love your mother, father, brother, sister, aunt, uncle. That's your personal feelings towards something. And the way you feel, you have to articulate it verbally and then demonstrate it physically in action so that the person who you're saying you love can understand how your love translate via your actions. Because you can say you love somebody and then spit on them and walk all over them. And that might be the way you choose to express your love. And the person who you're with should understand that. But then you should also understand because those are your feelings, you can't hold somebody or make somebody do something because of the way you feel. You can't go, I love you. So you have to do this, 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 and this for me. No, it's not how it works. You love me, which means you have to show me. And I'm not saying you have to do things, but the things you do is going to tell me how your love is how I want to say how it's put into action how you treat me based on you saying you love me is how I'm going to gauge your level of love and then it's a 100% me it's on me to determine if I want to still be around you interact with you in a way that I would I'm comfortable interacting with you I might See you say that and feel as if, well, that's that doesn't work for me. I I've grown accustomed or I prefer more. So when it comes to these romantic relationships, I say date first. Date for a long time. Learn you never know what you like and don't like. You don't wanna get involved with someone and then realize, wait, why can't I have that? You can't want what somebody else has when you already have something so date ask questions talk be open be honest learn yourself and be honest with yourself so you can be honest with others some people don't know what they like and want and then they are involved with someone and then they turn around and go eh next thing you know you're breaking up after two weeks because something didn't work out in your favor you shouldn't even got into a relationship. You should have just dated. Kept it open. Kept it casual. You're an adult. Do what you're going to do. If you're a minor and you're a kid, you might want to just have fun, interact with people, go to go out to eat, go, inter- go interact with people in a social setting where you're amongst people and you learn people's general behaviors and actions and attitudes, the way they talk, the way they greet you. Are they punctual? Are they late? Do they respect your time? Do they respect your energy? Do they respect your preferences? Everybody has preferences and everybody might not fall in line with what it is you like, what it is you want, your goals, your morals, your values, all of those things you should speak on. Let people know where you stand because otherwise people will cross that line of comfort 100% of the time because you didn't enjoy a line in the sand telling people where your comfort levels are. And then you have those people when you do draw those lines in the sand, they're, you know, they're crossing it anyway. And then it's still on you to say, I'm not comfortable with you doing that. And once that person knows it's on you to go, I'm going to remove myself from that situation because I'm not comfortable with this between you and I continuing to happen. And I'm uncomfortable. And when a person asks, you can answer and you can say, listen, I don't I'm wasn't comfortable with this. And I've explained it to you. And because we're adults, I'm only going to say it once. 
If you do it again, now it's a choice. The first time you did it, you didn't know. I understand that. The second time you did it and I've warned you, now it was a choice. Now you're doing something you were aware of. And that's when I'm going to say you're wrong. And it should work like that for everybody. There's no reason you have to continuously tell somebody how to treat you. And them choosing not to. Them choosing to treat you other than the way you choose to be treated. Now you're tolerating something that you say you don't like and want. And the longer you tolerate it, the more of an impression you give somebody else, it's okay for them to do it. Because if you really didn't like it, you wouldn't have stuck around all this time. So because you allowed it to happen, you must be okay. And this gets deep. Because some people grew up in a home where those things were normal and normal just being something that they seen on a regular basis and they never seen anything different it's not their fault but the older they get which is why you should date you should experience things go to people houses interact with people in different settings now you get to learn them you get to learn their family background how they are with their family and you can start seeing the difference between your family and somebody else's family And then when you start seeing the difference, you can go back home and have those conversations with mom, dad, aunt, uncle, brother, sister, cousin, and go, hey, listen, why do we do this, this, and this? You know, I was at a friend's house and they did, and make those conversations normal. Allow yourself to broaden your horizon and your information and your knowledge on how people are and the difference between the way you're treated and the way somebody else is treated, what you like and what you don't like. And hell, even if you got to write it down, have a list of things that you like. And as you get older, realize some of those things might change. Or there might be levels to it you weren't aware of. And then as you become more familiar with yourself, it's not hard to find somebody who you want to be romantic with or have a child with, be married, preferably married with a child. I don't feel anyone should have a child and not want to give that child that absolute best. I believe every child deserves a mother and a father or at least two parents. I believe there should be and I don't understand age. You might not have a mother and a father. You might have two moms. You might have two dads. You might have one mother or father. And that's okay. But at the end of the day, there should still be a positive role model, multiple positive role models, because every child should know someone in a Everybody should know a doctor, whether it be a medical doctor, dentist. Everybody should know a lawyer. Everyone should know the postman, the lady at the cashier, register. Everybody should know everybody on different levels of professions as a positive role model. So you can gauge where you want to be and then allow your children to see, hey, listen, you know, you could be whatever you want. Doctor, lawyer, and you come into contact with these people maybe not on a regular basis but enough for that your child to see more examples than just you and what you present to them children need to be aware of listen you might not want to be a lawyer you might not want to be a doctor you might not want to be a fireman you might not want a police officer you might want to be an entrepreneur you might want to create a business you might want to be a senator or congressman or president There's so many different roles in life that you can be. And it all starts with you showing people those examples. The best way to do that is just engage people, engage everybody. Every profession I've mentioned, 
drinks coffee. Not everyone in the profession drinks coffee, but every one of those professions have people who drink coffee. So you very well might meet somebody at a Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts. You'll never know because you don't open your mouth and say anything. You could you could build relationships just off of that. So when you start dealing with people and you're interacting with people and just be honest with yourself. Learn at a young age what you like and don't like. Make those the conversations. And then a lot of people who respect you and who you are to get closer. A lot of people who don't move away from them because everything comes toward the light. And if you're the light, people are going to gravitate toward you. When it's cold, people gravitate to the warmth and it's cold outside. And that warm smile, that happy-go-lucky person, people aren't taking your kindness as a weakness. They're looking at your kindness and they want to exploit it because it feels good to them. And the more you do, the more people are going to want it. And the more that they want it without you giving restrictions becomes now you feel like they're taking you for granted. But when did you draw that line in the sand? When did you say, this is where I draw the line and passing this, it comes off as disrespect. So a lot of times we feel away about things, but at the same time, we never told anybody, hey, don't do this. Hey, don't do that. Let's give people the heads up. Let's get, hey, listen, I don't like this. I don't like that. We're in a social setting. Hey, listen, you know, I don't want to say anything inappropriate or that might come off as inappropriate. So let me, you know, talk to you to the side. You know, say what you got to say. See how they feel with it. If they cool with it, they cool with it. If they not, listen, you know, again, they mean to be offensive. Just, you know, I wanted to express myself in the best way that I knew I could. And whether they're relatives, family, acquaintances, or the romantic relatives, everyone should know who you are as a person. Everyone should know where you draw the line in the sand. I personally, I respect what you respect. My values might be a little bit different, but if you tell me, Hey, I can come over and we can play music one, two, three o'clock in the morning. You know the rules to where you're at. I don't. I'm following suit. And although I might not do that at my house, if you say this is what's going on in your house, then all right, cool. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. You know, you can go to some people's houses and not accepting food when they offer it to you can be considered an insult. So if you're going to go places, know what they are. Know how the setting is set up. Know what you can and can't do. This way, again, you're not being offensive to anyone. You're not disrespecting anyone and, you know, their culture or just pretty much where they're at. Some people want you to take their shoes off and you walk into their house. If you continue to wear shoes, guess what you're doing to that relationship? Because they told you where they draw the line in the sand at and you chose to ignore it. So, be around like-minded people. Or... Learn from people who aren't like-minded because what will happen is that'll help you grow. That'll help you see things differently. Even when it comes to certain religions, learn the different types of religions, learn what they offer, learn what it is. And then if there's something you gravitate to more than the other, you can go with that. And then you'll realize the people that are there, you're building relationships because now there's more people there that you can learn from more people there. You can engage with more people there. You feel more comfortable being yourself around. There's no judgment. People are going to accept you for who you are. And in this day and age, shouldn't nobody judge anybody. At the end of the day, it should be more about what I would do, what I won't do, what I'm comfortable with, what I'm not comfortable with. I'm not going to pass judgment on anybody because you do something I don't or 
you you do things I'm not comfortable doing. Look, more power to you. I want everybody to be the best version of themselves because there is a role for you. There is a need for you somewhere. It might not be next to me. It might be next to somebody else, but you are still needed to be who you are somewhere for some fashion. So my take on relationships, be yourself. And if you want to learn something new, go to the places Talk to people, open up, let people know, look, you're interested in either something they do, them as a person, and you want to get to know them better. Now, understand it's up to them if they want to, but closed mouth don't get fed and the answer is always going to be no if you never ask. And don't be so presumptuous to force yourself on anyone because they don't have to. The same way somebody doesn't have, you don't have to accept certain things from other people, people do not have to accept certain things from you. That's their choice and you should respect it. And then you'll start to realize, listen, the people you will congregate around the most are the people you vibe with. I mean, think about it. Babies do it from when they're born. If you're going to pick up the baby when the baby's crying and want to get picked up, fed, pampered, changed, you'll start to realize that child comes to you more frequently than anyone else because you, you're, you're agreeable with that child. That's what the child wants. You're willing to give it. And it's the same thing as you get older. You've learned from a very young age. I'm going to go to and be around the people that agree with where I'm at in life. My goals, my passions, just my preferences. If I prefer to get picked up and you pick me up, I'm going to keep going to you because you you accommodate my preferences. Same thing. We're going to a store. You don't go into a clothing store if you're looking for food. They don't have what you want. You're not going to go there. And. People should put themselves first because how do you tell anyone about yourself? How do you how is someone going to respect you more than you respect yourself? How is anybody going to want more for you than you want for yourself? You'll never exceed anybody else's expectations because it always starts with you. So you should start with you. Realize who you are. Realize what you want and articulate those things. Be honest with yourself. Read help books. See a therapist. I recommend everybody see a therapist. Come New Year 2021, I'm going to find me a therapist. I want to make sure the same way I see a medical profession about my health, the same way I see a dentist about my teeth, the same the same way I'll see an eye doctor about my eyes. I need to see a therapist just to make sure my brain waves is moving the way it's supposed to. Like, how do we not get mental checks? 2021, I challenge everybody who listens to this podcast who want to be a better version of themselves if you got some type of health insurance with your job find you a therapist if you don't have it try to find something that's within your means you might not be able to go as frequently as you want but you can still go whenever you can afford see a therapist let's get our help let's get our not only our health our teeth but let's also get a a clean bill of mental health. Let's push that agenda. Let's make that the new norm. Let's 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 start seeing a therapist. Let's start making sure that mentally we're okay because we've all gone through a 2020. And believe it or not, that might help open doors and benefit us in the relationships that we have. So ending it with that note, I think everybody who's made it this far, please like, comment, subscribe. Let's build the algorithm up so that 
we can build this platform to reach more people who need to hear this. Thank you. Yeah.